Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Now, we talk a lot about different products and services, investment management strategies. There's all sorts of different ways to market yourself as a financial services professional. And sometimes you need to bring products and services to your clients that that might truly separate you from the advisor down the street. So Dana Manitilia is the uh, the CEO and founder of Identity Protection Planning. Right, Dana? Yes, sir. And we're going to talk about this today. We're going to have a chance to get to know Dana, and we're going to find out a little bit more about who she is and what she does and why this can be such a great opportunity for you to provide your clients with something they truly, truly need and something that can separate you from the advisor down the street. Now, Dana, before before we get into our kind of set questions, would you mind giving everybody a little bit of history about you as a human? Like, kind of, how did you get into this field and give us a little backstory? Okay. Well, I was born in 1973 and then, just kidding. So anyway, this is how I got into this. So uh, I basically grew up in the car business and have a Ford dealership and then wanted to open an insurance agency, which I did about uh, five years ago. So we could offer auto insurance to our clients. And then a few years ago, I wanted to offer identity theft protection and was having a really difficult time trying to find a B2B product at that point that was very easy to use. And it wasn't technical because I thought to myself, well, if I ever did want to market this in addition to just my clients and offer it as a B2B, this is no one's going to do this. No one's going to take this raw link and put it on their website and then write this, you know, you know, garb about identity theft protection and so and so. So Anyway, we uh, created a platform that we were able to offer it to our insurance clients, and then we created an even simpler platform that allows other uh, advisors and to offer it to their clients. Well, so let's let's talk about that a little bit more. Who who is like any sort of financial planner, any sort of insurance advisor? Is there any like true true target that that you have? that you're really looking for for this? I would say that the best thing is anybody who has an audience. If you have an audience at clients or employees or anything like that, this is a perfect thing uh, for you to be able to offer to them. So we have insurance agents. We do have employers that offer it to their employees as a benefit. So it's really anybody that has, you know, an audience that they want to offer it to. Okay. Now, why? Why, why are you doing this? I mean, did, did this happen to you? Did this happen to somebody else? Because it always seems to me, Dana, that that's how people really get passionate about something like this is, I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, you know, actually, it's kind of a funny story. So this this is, again, going back a few years. My brother was trying to open up a health savings account for something, and he got denied. So he said, well, why am I getting denied? And then nobody would tell him, nobody would tell him. And it turned out that somehow he was on the terrorist watch list. So oh he had to get everything all cleaned up and everything. And, and then that kind of just intrigued me. So I started looking into this whole industry and realizing that it really is in its infancy and back then, it was even more so in its infancy. And uh, I think it's going to unfortunately explode over the next three to five years because uh, there's a lot of information that's out there. And as we see every day on the news with these data breaches, that's not helping anything. So um, that's kind of you know what, what made me interested. And then it was kind of a goal to find out how we could create it into a B2B platform and 
and start uh, allowing advisors or whoever to educate their clients and and be able to have something to offer to them. Okay. Now, it seems to me that that identity, and this is going to sound really crass, so you can yell at me if you want to, but it's like mowing the lawn, right? It's it's going to happen. How, what, what do you have? What do you do in order to make it so the probability of that is less and less? Because if I'm an advisor and I'm looking at what you have, I want to make sure that what I'm recommending is truly going to protect or help protect my clients. Is that a mean question? No, that's not a mean question. That's actually a great question. So we okay. take a very proactive approach. What we try to do is work with our clients to make sure that before there's an identity theft incident, that we can insulate their identity as much as we possibly can. There's lots of tools out there, lots of practices to follow. And um, we have a member of our team, Steve Wiseman. He is an identity theft expert. He speaks all over the country. He's a professor at Bentley University and an attorney, and uh, he knows his stuff when it comes to identity theft. So anyway, he... Um, he does some webinars. He does a daily scam of the day that we send out to the, the to the clients. And this is what's good with the advisors because it looks like the, it's coming from them. Like, oh, look, here's my advisor helping me again. And um, the emails, the daily ones, they're, they're not to frighten people. They're just to kind of educate them on all the different ways that you possibly can become a victim of identity theft. Now, if you, uh, so you, you have an advisor, an insurance agent, or, or somebody sign up for this. How do you help them position what you just said to their clients in a way that does separate them from the advisor down the street. You obviously have been very successful in business and being successful in business not only means great organization, but also generally people skills and sales skills. So Dana, how do you help the people who hire you position this in front of their clients? Okay, so what we do is we create a unique website for each advisor, and on that website, they direct their clients to uh, learn about some educational things about identity theft. There's lots of little tips and stuff on there, and that's also where they would go to purchase a plan. So it's a nice little tool that they can um, send to them. We also have digital brochures. We have traditional paper brochures. We have lots of little educational pamphlets from the FTC. And we had this fun little guy named Denny. He's our webcam cover that we send out. And uh, he's kind of a cute little guy. And actually on Identron, people decorate him and then they send pictures from all over the country. So it's kind of a little bit of humor to the identity theft world. Well, and I think uh, hopefully as we continue our interview today, the people are going to uncover that about you. Uh, for everybody who's listening, we, we send questions ahead of time and, and Dana's answers to her questions. I actually laughed out loud once. And as we were preparing for the podcast, we both found out, well, I found out that, that she uses a reference to a television show I absolutely love, which goes entirely along with what you were just talking about. Would you mind sharing that, that analogy that you gave to me earlier? Okay, sure. Yeah, we were talking about credit monitoring. And credit monitoring is very similar to the film crew on Naked and Afraid. Okay, they drop you off somewhere and they follow you around and they're looking for you, they're looking out for you. And if something happens, like a bear is going to attack you or, you know, a hyena is going to charge you or something like that, they'll stop filming and they'll say, hey, something's going to happen. And that's what credit monitoring does. It watches you and it lets you know that, you know, um, something has to happen, alerts you. And But what we try to do is we try to, like I was saying, that proactive aspect. So in this situation, you'd maybe put some clothes on, have a pair of sneakers, <laughs> a Snickers, a stick to poke the bear or something like that. So that's what we like to look at. Credit monitoring is great. And obviously we offer that. But it's what are, what are we doing before we even go on the journey here? I was interviewing one of my uh, one of our clients here who, who uses us to produce and, and create his podcast. Now, he talked about credit freeze. I, I mean, you're an expert. Can I ask you about that? I mean, can you... What do you think about that freezing your credit? Is that part of, now I'm not trying to take away secret sauce here, but but do you guys recommend that too? 
Yes, we do. And actually, we're one of or if the only company that guides all of our clients through step by step on how to freeze their credit and then how to freeze their minor children's credit. And they brought that up, too. Dana, that was the craziest thing is, is I didn't know that this was like this was just like yesterday I interviewed this person and they were talking about how the thieves will will take your just born child and start applying for credit cards and things like that in their name. That's crazy. Yeah, the child identity theft is, is really, really bad. And it's very easy to do. And it's basically if they have get their hands on a real social security number with a fake name and a fake date of birth and they apply for a credit card, it goes to the credit bureau. They say we don't have any recognition, recollection, recollection of this name and this uh, social security number. So they decline it. So then the identity thief waits and then submits another credit application, goes off to the credit bureau and the credit bureau says, well, we don't have any credit history, but we see that a credit file was started back here. So the bank or the credit card is going to say, well, you know what? We'll give you a small limit on your credit card, maybe $300 or something like that. And boom, off to the races, this new identity goes and nobody's watching their kid's social security number. So unfortunately, that, that person can use that identity for a long, long time. They can get a job. They can get an apartment. There's all kinds of things that they can do with that. They can build up the credit and then just dump it. And then this poor kid finds out when he's 18 and he's applying for a college loan. And, and then that's when the mess gets unraveled. Right. You know, we're always trying to figure out ways to help our listeners become, you know, the family's financial advisor, the family's financial planner. Um, and, and there's just another perfect example of how you as a financial services professional can truly help the, the entire family, uh, not just the, the wealthy retiring baby boomers. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what should I have asked you, Dana, that I didn't ask you about that before we get into really kind of who you are and what makes you tick? Um, well, I just think that, you know, some people think, well, I'm protected because I have uh, my homeowner's insurance has identity theft protection, or some people think they have a little bit of, like I was mentioning, the credit monitoring, but there's, it's such a big picture. And to really be able to offer your clients a, a great plan inexpensively that they're going to be protected from pretty much, pretty much anything. I mean, financially, there's an AIG million dollar policy that's going to come along with it. So it's, it's a really, really good product and it's a great tool for advisors to help with their clients. That's fantastic. Well, Dana, as you know, people like to do business with people they like and have things in common with. And so we're going to take the last few minutes of the podcast today and try to find out a little bit about who you are and what makes you tick. What are your goals professionally? Like, like not just personal goals, but professional goals. What, what, uh, if you could wave a magic wand and professionally you became or achieved something, what would that look like? Well, I would say, you know, educating Americans on this identity theft. A lot of people do not think that this is a big deal. And it really, really is. And, you know, as you tell these stories and about, you know, the children or about the seniors and, and the phone scams and people don't realize that it's actually happening. And these, you know, the phishing emails that are going out now, they look really, really good and really legitimate. And people are falling for those. For those. They're sending, you know, uh, money off to um they think innocently, but obviously it's not. And ATM machines, the little skimmers on the ATM machines. I mean, it's happening in so many different ways that to start educating clients and letting them know, I think that that, that would be something that I would love to help everybody do. How about personally? What, what, when you're not working, what do you do? Oh my goodness. Personally. Well, good Lord. I pretty much run a youth hostel at my house. I got about a thousand kids. Um, yeah, they, that keeps me busy afterwards, but, uh, I have a couple of other businesses that I'm involved in and yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that would be it. That's busy enough. Okay. When, when I'm going to digress here for a moment. When did you get this entrepreneurial fire? I mean, have you always had this? 
Hmm, that's an interesting question. I would, well, I went to Babson and I uh, majored in entrepreneurial studies and my professor uh, was Steve Spinelli who founded Jiffy Lube and it was actually his first year uh, teaching there. And he really was a huge inspiration to me. And he actually just became the president of Babson this year. Wow. Wow. And then right after college, you just started businesses? Yep. I got into the family business and did some expansion there. And okay. that was obviously in the automotive world and uh, then took that that over. And then, like I mentioned, I wanted to expand into the insurance world so we could mm -hmm. offer insurance to our clients. And then now this. Wow. Yes, we are a rare breed. That's fantastic. Okay. Uh, what is something that people don't know about you? Hmm. Okay. Well, I would say people probably don't know. I'm taking a Harvard business course on cybersecurity. That's just going on right now. And something that most people don't know about me is that I would love, love, love one day to drive the prize patrol van for Publishers Clearinghouse. Wow. What a happy time that would be. That would be fantastic. Everybody would be smiling. It'd be nothing but joy. Lots of balloons, that big, huge check. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Well, you know what? Hey, so if anybody out there knows the person who runs Publishers Clearinghouse, make sure that uh, you connect with Dana so we can make sure that that happens. Yeah, if definitely. you were to go back to your younger self or when you meet other, other entrepreneurs, especially young people just coming into whatever their industry is, what sort of advice would you give them? Is there a book? Is there a TED talk? Well, what I think, I think, you know, selling has kind of changed a little bit over the last, you know, 20 years. And I think instead of trying to be forceful with sales, if you try to, you know, educate and help people find out information and offer them as much free information as you can. And I think this really would help with these advisors with the identity theft thing, because it's not even going to cost anything, but you're just giving them all this information, all these little tips and tools. And then down the road, something happens to them and they think, oh, you know what? I'm really glad that I remembered that I, that I learned that from, from this person. And it helps build a relationship. And if you don't do business with them today, that's not a big deal. Maybe down the road, they're going to change their mind and say, hey, you know what? I really would like to offer identity theft protection to my clients now. And so I would definitely say give away as much free information that you can. Dana, when do you think that that switch happened? The switch you're talking about, about selling? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the internet is more relationship selling now. I think, I don't know, I would say maybe the last five years, it's okay. kind of dissipated a little bit. Well, it's interesting. We, we talk about that a lot on this podcast is, is that sales and marketing has fundamentally changed. You know, it used to be, since you were in the cars, car business, uh, you know, every 5.30 at night when we were sitting around the television, Crazy Larry's Auto would come on screaming at you about the great low prices that he has on the cars or she has on the cars, right? Uh, and so um, that's not how we do it anymore, right? It is this longer nurture sequence of people wanting to build trust with you which is, I love what you just said there, because that is the point. The point is, is people want a relationship with you. They might not buy on your timeline, but they definitely will buy on a timeline if there's a connection. Yeah. And I also think too, with the advisors, with the internet changing and, you know, creating those relationships is that much more important and offering something that somebody else is not offering is that much more important as well. Yeah. Well, we have a, a big issue in our industry of the commoditization of financial advice. You know, you can go go to Robinhood or all of Mint or, uh, you know, E-Trade, all of these robo-advisors that are out there. But there is a level, just like what you're talking about here, a level of personal, you know, kind of hands-on 
let's we're on this journey together thing instead of just outsourcing it and forgetting it. So I, I think that's absolutely fantastic. What is your go-to? Like when you feel you are unfocused or feel like you're just a little off track and you need to recenter yourself to get back in this mode that you're in right now, what, what do you do? Hmm, that's interesting. Well, I, uh, I definitely listen to and watch, uh, Gary V. Mm-hmm. He is, he's the, uh, a guru when it comes to, you know, the predicting what's happening in marketing and, and the such. And, uh, he kind of sets, sets you straight and brings you back to the important things he's he's focuses on the long game and that's what i always say too is you got to focus on the long game not the short game i'm not looking to you know get advisors signed up so we can all go pound everybody on the head and oh let's go sell identity theft right now today it, that's not that's not what this is all about mm-hmm. it's interesting how his voice has woken up a, a lot of even some of the the boomer aged people that we work with the average advisor in the united states is like 56 and a half And so, uh, you know, there's an interesting blend between the old school, you know, hammering the phones, hard clothes, that sort of stuff. And then, you know, kind of the newer generation of the new philosophy, which is this, this relationship marketing. How frequently can, can we rewind real quick? How often does your pieces of communication go out to that you, if, if an advisor uses it or a client uses your program, what is the frequency of communication? Well, they can kind of choose. I mean, like I said, uh, Steve does the daily uh, scam of the days that go out daily. And then the monthly webinars, that's where people can tune in and and listen in on him. And, um, you know, we're working on building up our videos. I put lots of funny videos on uh, LinkedIn, but maybe these are not going to be as quite as funny, a little bit more serious, but I think we got to get people's attention. So, so yeah, so there's, there's a lot, you know, the, the newsletters, I, I would say that an advisor, if they wanted to forward all this stuff on or let us send all this stuff on for them, maybe every other week, they'd be getting a touch point from us in addition to the, the daily, you know, emails, but we don't want to bombard these people either. So we got there's a balance there. Now, are you across social media channels too? Yes, we are. We're on, um, well, obviously we're on Facebook, LinkedIn is a big one and Instagram. Okay, good. It's it's funny that you say that because I've asked other people who run businesses in our industry, uh, and and they they don't have an aggressive or uh, even a functional um, social media strategy. So I'm actually very grateful that you said it that way because it is kind of like, oh my god, it's almost 2020. You're not using this yet. Do you get good bang for your buck from a response standpoint on your social media posts? Yes, I, w- I would say we definitely get a, get a good bang for our buck when it comes to that. And that's another thing, too, is that advertising on social media is so inexpensive versus, you know, traditional advertising. And, you know, some of the big, big companies right now, they're not advertising on um, on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram just now. So the price point is is a lot lower. And it, they're going fi- to eventually they're going to pick up on this and realize that, uh, you know, in a couple of years and then that's when the price point is going to really go up. So the regular small businesses aren't going to really be able to afford to advertise at that point. Before we uh, wrap up today, I, you're such a wonderful guest and your entrepreneurial background is something that I really truly believe. And your business sense background is something I believe is not shared enough on podcasts like ours. Uh, you know, we're very focused and, and I'm sure that there are a lot of other podcasts out there that highlight your, your business sense, but you have successfully launched multiple businesses and grown multiple businesses. What is the number one marketing thing that you think if you would hang your hat on it today, what would it be? LinkedIn. 
For me, I would say for advisors, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is extremely underutilized right now. And, you know, lots of us have had LinkedIn accounts for say 10 years or, or whatever, but right now it is, it is, it is booming, absolutely booming. And you know what I would say, get your videos out there, let people know who you are. And everybody, it's very intimidating to do a video. I remember the first couple I did, I thought, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this and putting myself out there like that. But then you kind of get used to it and then you build a little, you know, a little following and the such and, uh, and it gets a little bit easier, but, and I think it'd be a great thing to say, what is it that separates you from every other advisor? You know, maybe you do talk about, well, we really try to be proactive or, or the such, but I would say LinkedIn is definitely where, where it's at. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you said that. We, we happen to agree that LinkedIn is pretty much how Kirk and I grew, uh, our, our top advisor marketing business. And, uh, it, it's so powerful and you're right. Absolutely underutilized and, and yay. I like it when, uh, when, you know, people are moving in the same direction when it comes to marketing because we realize that there's an opportunity there. That's fantastic. Now, before we wrap up today's podcast, um, let's talk about how people can reach out to you and find out more about, about the identity stuff stuff. Okay. Well, if you want to check out the plans, you can go to identron.com. You can give us a call at our office, which is 833-345-7233. Or you can um, message us at support at identron.com. You can find me on LinkedIn and uh, shoot me a message. I'm more than happy to you know, start up a conversation with you and I can show you the, the platform. You totally need to follow Dana on LinkedIn. It, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a perfect example of what your LinkedIn profile should look like. So if those of you who are really trying to figure out you know, what you should say, how you should say it, how long you should say things. I think her profile is just absolutely fantastic. And the content that she shares is, it's engaging. It gets your attention and it's also informative and fun. And our industry, as much as identity theft, doesn't always come across as being fun. But if you can find a way to do that, that changes the whole game. So Dana, thank you so much for being such a magnificent guest on the show. Oh, well, thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out the new podcast, we'll show up directly on your listening device. And if you have not shared this with somebody that you know, please make sure you click that share button. And if you have a second, give us a quick rating on iTunes. And finally, if you have any guest ideas or topic ideas for the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, just email me at matt at topadvisorm, and that M is for marketing.com. So for Dana and for everybody in the world of identity theft, please make sure that you protect your clients, can separate you from the advisor down the street. This is Matt Haller, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.